Hello, it's Raul. I'm with the Catch Wrestling Alliance, and we want to help you elevate your grappling and at the same time, keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much for joining or listening or watching on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're also on Twitch and we also um, are on uh, like podcast versions. So it depends on uh, where you're listening to. So wherever you're listening or watching from, uh, thank you. really appreciate that. Um, so first things first, let's go ahead and kind of give you some updates. So actually just, was it just yesterday, we launched our new uh, video online course. So uh, that's going to be on our website. So catchwrestlingalliance.com. Um, it is very good. <laughs> it is a uh, part one of our pressure pass system. So what that is, is I think a lot of people who do Nogi um, I kind of know the whole idea of uh, pressure passing. So it's become a thing where like in Nogi, since it's much more like uh, divorced from having kind of like a, a good understanding of wrestling uh, or at least wrestling uh, principles, you know, like pinning principles and whatnot. So uh, when someone uses these kinds of wrestling, like pressure pinning type principles, uh, they, they call it pressure, right? So uh, people recognize it as pressure passing, right? So uh, there is a, quite a lot of pressure passing or also um, uh, putting pressure on someone to make sure they stay where you need them to stay so that you can then uh, do your submission holds. Um, like say if it's in a nogi situation in particular, right? Since there's no pins allowed, then you can be doing your um, pressure, keeping your pressure, keeping the person uh, right where you need them to be kept so that you can set up your submission holds after that. So that is what our new video course uh, goes over. So we go over uh, how to do, we basically have like a, in this case, sort of volume one will be uh, like pressure passing from one technique in particular, a type of cradle that we can use from uh, like if someone is in guard. So someone, so if I'm in someone's guard, you can actually set up a really great cradle hold and that can set up passes, but then you can also set up uh, different types of say like neck cranks, uh, uh, straight arm bars, uh, leg locks as well. So you can also say you can pass to side control. You can pass to what we call head and arm ride. Um, so there's a lot of things that you can do uh, using wrestling or catch wrestling principles in particular. Uh, and that's another thing we're going to talk about in a future uh, future uh, live stream because uh, there's been uh, basically another really storied uh, wrestling um, like. Someone who came from a wrestling family, they made wrestling movies about, uh, got submitted by, we, you can probably consider a more novice, uh, like, grappler, right? Someone who's known more for kickboxing and was able to submit this, uh, this big-time storied wrestler. So we'll talk about that next time. Uh, they made a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about, but um, just wanted to... Uh, let people know about our new class, our new online course. So that's on our website, uh, catchwrestlingalliance.com, uh, Pressure Pass System Volume 1, because, I mean, there's so many different uh, ways to pass. So I wanted to uh, start with one, a uh, cradle from guard, 
uh, and we go over different types of uh, uh, offensive techniques. So the, pa the, the pins, uh, the passes, and uh, several types of submission holds. Plus, in the course, we go over troubleshooting. So like if you don't uh, do it right, like if you don't do it correctly, then there's uh, kind of common ways that people try to counter this technique. So we show you uh, follow throughs just in case you get countered, how to counter back, right? So it should be very helpful, very beneficial for you. Uh, so please check it out. It's on our website now. It's live on our website. Um, so, so there, so there. <laughs> um, let me see. We're already getting some people chatting. So, um, let's, um, all right, but let's go ahead and we'll get to in your, so feel free to comment or whatever. Um, I won't check them out quite yet. Um, we'll, let me just get to the, our topic at, at hand first, and then uh, we'll get to all your comments and questions right after that. Okay. So what's the main topic, right? We've been talking about self-defense, uh, the past few weeks, and um, in the United States recently, we've had a few uh, cases, a few high-profile court cases that involved the suspect, or at least the person who's accused of a crime. Uh, they have claimed that they were responding in self-defense where someone ended up dead, right? So uh, the picture is, the picture in our, uh, the thumbnail for this video is Ahmad Aubrey. He was murdered uh, by a group of guys, um, and they all claimed to be uh, like defending themselves, right? <laughs> so um, we'll kind of let the video. Well, actually, I do have the the video that they shot. So there's the thing. So, uh, and I think the main point is that you can't always claim self defense. Uh, for everything and then for years actually because uh, on, on our live stream it's come up a few times where we talk about uh, what self-defense is and i think in the united states in particular i'm sure maybe even other other countries but in the united states in particular since there's a really strong gun gun culture that a lot of people believe that they can kill someone uh when they are threatened right and uh, even in the United, so that's not true anywhere else in the world, and it's it's also it shouldn't be true in the United States. But uh, sometimes people are able to kind of get away with it. But in the Ahmad Aubrey case, um, this is actually what should happen, right? So regardless of um, if so, what happened was a group of guys they saw this man uh, jogging, and they said that he was. He said that there was a the group of men said that he was probably trying to break into homes and supposedly there was a, uh, a, a crime spree going, going on in the neighborhood. And the police said that later they checked. And of course, there was no crime spree going on. There was no uh, uh, like chain of burglaries going on. But, but, and this is the thing. So in the case of self-defense, if someone is attacking you and threatening you, then you can match their force, but you cannot go beyond it, right? So even though you th you think someone's trying to attack you with um, with intent to kill you, 
you really can't kill them back right you you, you really ideally you have to try to uh, neutralize them right so you kind of can restrain them or get them to get away from you or you can injure them or what well i don't even want to say you can injure them but the thing is once you get an advantage over them and you you um, get to a point where you can start hurting them then you can become the aggressor right you can be then put on trial and so in the case of ahmad aubrey uh these men so there was men so it's like a few i think it was like three guys versus one they all had guns i believe that he ahmad did not have a gun whatsoever he was out jogging uh and so uh let's go ahead and show you the video because you might as well be thorough it's it's pretty sad but uh might as well okay here it is okay so um you won't be able to hear me right now it'll but basically this is well We'll play it and then I'll describe the scenario. All right, so Happened really quickly, so I'll, I'll probably end up playing it a few times. But the thing is, uh, three men, so the, one of them was the guy filming. And what you could have heard, you might not have heard it um, just on the first listen. But when the camera angle goes down, it means the guy's actually reaching for his gun on his, uh, like, you know, near him, next to him in his car or truck or whatever he's, he's driving right and you can hear it click right so so the thing is they are already using too much force against someone who does not have the capability of using even anywhere near the same amount of force back so even if ahmad aubrey was attacking any one of them they are they already have three so three against one they're already uh they're already going into the aggressor uh, phase and then they all are armed and he's not so then they've gone already way beyond that right also the one of the they the guys uh, uh they were found guilty all three of them right and but they uh filmed this in order to try to use it as evidence that they were uh, uh defending themselves and the court found that you know, like basically they're like, thank you for filming your hyper aggressive uh, attack on a man that left him dead. So, um, so for people to, uh, I'm trying to get people to understand that's like, there there is this fine line for self defense, and um, once you be once you get an advantage, then you have to not kill that person, right? You have to refrain from that. So, um, really, they should have left that man alone, right? Um, and, um, really, yeah, they should have just left the man alone, right? There's really nothing that, uh, there's no real defense for them, uh, especially because he was not threatening them. Um, so that, that's kind of the main thing. If you do feel like, like, if you can verify that there is some threat, like, so if someone's actually coming at you, it has to be kind of like a clear threat, right? So if someone jogging in your, in your neighborhood is not a threat, right? So that you have to identify an actual threat 
and then it has to be coming at you. So you can't be like this vigilante uh, chasing people around your neighborhood uh, because especially if you don't know everyone who lives in that neighborhood, then you can end up in scenarios like this, right? And then they were all armed and the other person um, did not have a chance to uh, match or even come anywhere near close to the amount of of, of life-threatening power that uh, the group of three men were able to, right? So you have to remember that with self-defense because we definitely want to um, like show more self-defense stuff, but has to be with, with great, what was that line from Spider-Man? It's like a great responsibility for uh, with a great power, right? Right. So, um, okay, actually, yeah, some people are already asking questions. Noachian. Um, uh, they killed him because it seems it, it could be racially motivated. So these are all, um, they saw, these men saw someone who was, um, like, different from them, right, in their neighborhood, and then they uh, quickly jumped to this man being a criminal, right? Um, so that's the other thing. Someone's in your neighborhood, you don't know everyone in your neighborhood, right? Especially if you don't know everyone in your neighborhood, and especially if, like, um, uh, you know, like, depending on where you live, no matter how populated it is, you know, there might be someone visiting or whatever, but he was out jogging or whatever, so um, they tried to claim that uh, there was some burglary spree going on and the police said that there was not there was not a burglary uh, spree being reported whatsoever um so just someone who looked different from them and so then they uh, they quickly jumped to uh way beyond um a rational conclusion right and they used uh way too much force to quote-unquote, defend themselves from a non-threat, right? So you have to, I think the the main, one of the other main points is for people to realize that you can't just, especially in the United States, you can't just uh, get away with it, right? You can't, because we, in the United States in particular, um, we've had uh, um, quite a few cases where an aggressor, you, you know, was able to get out, like get away with, uh, so you know, basically killing someone, and and they are claiming self-defense. But in the Ahmad Aubrey case, this is actually the way it should happen, right? When someone is using way too much force and uh, to quote unquote defend themselves, then uh, in court, and these guys actually provided ample evidence to show that they were in the wrong completely. So I think this is what helped them. And in other cases, like with the Trayvon Martin one, there I don't think there was any video. Um, so, but it was still a scenario where someone who had way more, um, like way more potential to do harm, uh, like should have not been found innocent or should not been able to get away with it, but, uh, they were. And I, I think in this case, maybe the video, uh, really helped to like show that this was not self-defense, right? So and this is the way this is this is ultimately the way uh, a lot of these cases should go right um maybe uh, it, it helps to have video that is really interesting that um the guys themselves who were claiming self-defense filmed it 
um, where, where one person ended up dying, but they ended up providing ample evidence that they were the aggressors. So it, so this is another, uh, like the takeaway is that someone has to be clearly threatening you. And regardless of if you feel that they are like trying to kill you or not, if you have the skills and ability uh, to fight back or whatever, what say like if you get them onto the ground and if they're armed and you've disarmed them um, and they really don't have a way to fight back from your 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 like your powerful skills and your you know you're, you're restraining them controlling them then you cannot continue to hurt them because then you have the chance especially if someone say if it's in public on the street and someone's filming uh, uh, then they'll have plenty of evidence that you you've like you've reached the point of you've you passed the point of self-defense right so once you're able to neutralize their threat against you then once you take it to the point where you are are starting to hurt them then you are becoming the aggressor right so that's uh kind of like the the key point that hopefully everyone takes home um because with in the case of Ahmad Aubrey um it's you know rest in peace you know there's a lot of cases like this but hopefully um um a lot of cases where injustice was uh, was the result but this one we had some justice and so and this is a way this is probably most likely the way it would have occurred in another country right so um this is kind of an international um kind of like standard but in the United States, people have been able to get off. And then I think with, uh, if more of this stuff gets filmed, then you can more verify, um, like when someone is going beyond self-defense. Right. Noah, uh, people complain about filming after the fact. It's really useful. I have... I have to understand what happened. Yes, uh, yeah, you have to understand uh, basically in, in the context, right? Because people um, talk about like, oh, well, you know, like the result was taken out of context or whatever. But once you get like many minutes of film footage, then um, then you can kind of piece together what happened exactly because each individual involved in the scenario might have, um, you know, different recollection especially when you when you get really excited about something then um the like we our, our sense of time kind of changes uh, uh our memory of what we did in particular kind of changes so uh, video is pretty much just like that cold observer right so that uh you can kind of get an example of what really occurred you know and what how long things took uh who was the real aggressor and if it started off as self-defense, if you then neutralized that that um, that offender, and if you then start attacking them and hurting them and potentially killing them, then you've gone from victim to aggressor or to what perpetrator or whatever. So you can then be uh, put on trial and potentially be found guilty of like really harm harming or even killing someone so the um the Ahmad Aubrey case since we have like the film footage um it would you know basically just verified that they 
were not uh, like defending themselves. X zero dust or Exodus. Is it Exodus? <laughs> uh, what's up? What's up, Exodus? Thanks for watching. Uh, so the subject is um, how to recognize when you're when you're becoming the aggressor. Right, so we'll go ahead and show the video again here. This is, happens to be the Ahmad Aubrey case that just cleared up a couple weeks ago. I wanted to uh, chat about it real quick. So just to get, because we talk about self-defense often, and um, and so let's let you see. So there's basically three armed guys against one jogger. Check this out. All right, very short. Supposedly, um, according to the root, the news, the video is just a little bit longer, and you can, um, but not much longer. Only enough to to uh, hear an extra gunshot being fired, um, but that's about it, right? So, um, so what you can see is that basically one person against three armed guys it's just not it's not fair so uh and it they're going beyond the whole self-defense idea right so uh they go beyond self-defense to aggressor right and they're seems like they were just uh you know more like they were always the aggressor it it, it appears according to uh, the reports they, they they were never defending themselves they're always the aggressor but so for you you need to keep in mind that leave people alone right and then if someone then becomes aggressive or takes an aggressive uh, stance to towards you and it's very clear then you have the you you have the permission legally to defend yourself but you can like you can't you can't be going around killing people. That's the that's the thing. That's usually the international standard. Uh, United States. Some people have gotten away with stuff, such things, but uh, potentially with video, then um, it's a uh, less. It, it might be they might be getting away with it less. Um, so, so there. <laughs> Those are the the main point because we still want to we want to be um, coming out with more self defense video series because. A lot of you have been asking for for those types of things, and um, I've worked really closely with self defense schools, and you know, have the certifications, self defense certifications, and stuff like that. So that's why I know about this type of law, um, and it's an international thing where it's like you can't like you, someone, even if someone uh, really tries to hurt you, then um, uh, you, you re you're really still not allowed to kill them, right? So try to you know and try to remember killing is bad right <laughs> it's kind of the main thing so use your skills uh for to restrain and to you know uh, you know just try to neutralize the situation uh so that you don't end up and basically stop once you're able to take control of the situation um and then you do not you will not become the aggressor and you will not have to worry about being put on trial all right.
Okay, so let people live their lives. You know, so if, they, if you see someone jogging past you, let them jog past you. Right? They probably are trying to work out. Um, okay, and I'm sure that uh, uh, you know you'd appreciate the same courtesy instead of getting followed by some people, right? Yeah, Noah, face lock them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You can totally use a face lock um, uh, to restrain someone. Right, pinning is also really good. There's been some cases where I, I think it was in the Midwest, but I think there, I'm sure there are several where it's like uh, someone with a wrestling background held down, basically pinned an opponent at a convenience store. There's some video of that. I, I should probably should have probably show that. Like, so we'll do like a live stream where we show uh, footage of like people who use like wrestling or using wrestling pins in in. Um, like self-defense scenarios and then because there were some where um like one guy pins it pins this this guy who's what who probably trying to rob the the gas station pins them down inside the convenience store part and, and then the police come soon after so then the guy just you know like the the wrestler just pinned the guy down you know for a short amount of time and the, and the police uh took care of the rest and then there was another one where i believe it was like a solo police officer uh couldn't hold someone down or something like that. And then like a wrestler was able to just easily use some pinning principles to hold the guy down so that like the, the officer was able to like, like handcuff the, the person they were chasing or whatever. So there's a lot of um, scenarios like that where it's like, again, even from the cops, right? So sometimes cops might use excessive force and whatnot. Um, so, you know, you see then some random wrestler able to just easily, uh, hold someone down using print pinning principles, right? So these are the types of things that we kind of want to uh, let people know about or let people be aware of. And these are the types of things uh, when I get to uh, making the self-defense video. We actually have, uh, we made it already, uh, but I want, I want to refine it a little bit, like the video course for self-defense. Um, so, um, so I want to redo it, basically. That's why it's not out. Uh, but before that comes out, I, you know, I want people to get the, the right idea of self-defense, right? You can't just go around hurting people, right? Um, so with that being said, let's go back to what we put out, uh, just yesterday is our, uh, our pressure pass system. So speaking of pinning, right? Um, we the pressure pass system volume one is about, uh, if you're in a nogi situation, you're in someone's full guard, um, how to use a cradle to pass their guard. Uh, and once you pass them, you know, you can pin them. Uh, and we show you several, we show you a couple, you know, a few pins. And then we also show you a few uh, leg locks going from, you know, basically the head, right? So neck cranks, uh, arm locks, and, and leg locks. Um, and then we show you uh, how to troubleshoot the the technique so that if you don't do it quite right and the other person is able to try to counter you, then we show you a few counter moves, uh, you know, to 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 strike back, right? So if you make a mistake, you can still salvage uh, your move, right? You can still win, right? So we show you uh, quite a few things with regards to that. So uh, that's that's new on our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Uh, so you know, feel free to check it out. Um, you know, let us know if you have any other questions because then so that pressure pass system it is and and I put it on there volume one because we want to I want to uh, make several volumes 
uh, from different scenarios. Cause especially since Nogi uh, is getting really popular nowadays, uh, catch wrestling can be very effective and, and it can give you a real edge against your competition. I use these techniques um, all the time in, in Nogi and um, including, you know, at the MMA gym I, I teach at or um, even the jujitsu gym that I roll at. So, you know, all this stuff really works. Uh, my students also use it and, you know, they go to a bunch of different open mats and whatnot. So, uh, they, you know, we roll with a lot of a lot of different people, a lot of different schools of jujitsu and uh, all this stuff really, really works. So if you want to get an, an advantage over people, I really recommend you uh, at least doing this class. You can also join our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy, CWA Academy. That's also on our website. So that is more of like if you want like a, a affiliation and um, also like moving up the ranks in authentic catch wrestling. Uh, and if you're not around L.A. or my good buddy on the, the East Coast, John Strickland, and um, then you can do our online courses. Uh, then also, if you want to support us, you can become a member of our YouTube channel. So we have more. I'm actually going to put I did an extra video uh, that I did not add into the pressure pass system. So I made a bonus video and that will be available if you become a member of our channel, our YouTube channel uh, at the medium tier. So uh, that'll be an extra video that the, the members get. Right. So we put a bunch of different videos up there, uh, alternate endings from uh, like alternate submissions that you can do for uh, some of the some of the videos that we put out on our main channel. Um, we also have uh, some presentations like some uh, we did a really cool one um, in the home of Frank Gotch and the park that he used to train at, which is really amazing because it's like 100 years later. Uh, you know, catch wrestling occurs right in the same location where one of the greatest to ever who ever did um, catch wrestling, like we were there, you know, putting on a show uh, for the locals. Uh, we also have some uh, behind the scenes uh, grappling footage in our training. Um, we all, you know, we have a lot of stuff. And then um, I just discovered a, a hard drive that uh, has a lot of footage, a lot of actually re really high quality footage. Um, uh, from some of the se seminars that I did in Singapore. So uh, I guess like over Christmas, then I'll, I'll probably go over, I'll probably look at what we got because um, I found on the hard drive there were like tons of files, um, you know, all really good. I guess um, uh, one of the students who was going to film the tournament that we had, uh, he had a really great camera. So he was just testing it out. And uh, so all the footage of our seminars looks really great. So I'll see what I can like put together if I can uh, make it into like one long video or several short ones. Uh, I'll see what, what works best. But that will definitely be um, available for members of our YouTube channel. So uh, if you don't want to, you know, be a student, um, you can always uh, support us by being becoming a member of our YouTube channel. That's always a huge, huge help. All right, so think there's all these different ways you can uh, support what we're doing. Uh, definitely appreciate everyone, and we want to really try to help uh, everyone who wants to uh, become a better grappler. We want to help you to elevate your grappling skills, and at the same time, we want to preserve this great art that is functional not only with wrestling but it can help with self-defense can help with wrestling itself right and then also 
um, in modern no gi. It's probably, it helps with gi as well, but I mean, um, I think uh, since no gi, no gi would be a much easier bridge uh, because it's really closer to what we do, right? It's just uh, they don't have pins. Um, they also, um, their rules are different, but you can still use the wrestling principles to uh, to get an edge over your opponent, right? So I think that's why we also have, was like a few months ago that Nogi guru John Danaher was talking about the benefits of knowing how to pin somebody, right? How you can use that to control the person and then you can set up your submission. So it's something that catch wrestlers have understood for a long time and uh, something you can... Um, you know, see in our a lot of our YouTube videos that are available to everyone, uh, but something you can find, especially in our new video course, Pressure Pass System Volume One, uh, our uh, our CWA Academy. Right. So, uh, depending on how in depth you want to go, uh, we're here for you. Right. So, uh, feel free to let us know, like uh, which, like what our other um, other topics that you'd like us to go over and we'll totally do it <laughs> uh, uh, Jonathan Jimenez put your aggressor in a pirate crucifix or a toehold right uh, yeah, yeah so that even the like these types of these types of holds right are like they're enough to keep someone down and you can control them um, enough so that you know you, you that you, you'll still be okay, right? And, and, and you wouldn't be, um, you wouldn't become the aggressor, and um, and you won't, you won't risk having to go to jail or prison, right? Noah, right? Kiss him while you do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and make sure that you get that filmed, right? <laughs> so that, that you can say like, hey, it's, I'm being gentle, right? I'm being gentle. Uh, yeah. So I think I got my my point across. Uh, hopefully people understand that where it's like uh, for, for self-defense in particular because, um, yeah, so we'll just keep at it. Uh, but I thought that the Ahmad Aubrey case was basically the way things should go. Uh, so I wanted to highlight that. And then uh, and then the coming weeks, uh, we'll go ahead and highlight uh, other, other things that have been going on where um, I mentioned it earlier where there was uh, a recent MMA fight where someone who has like this long family history of freestyle wrestling and uh, they got submitted by a beginner jiu-jitsu practitioner so um like the other point that i i bring up often is that amateur wrestling is not enough all right so we'll go over that next time all right so thank everyone from from uh, thank everyone from uh, for listening from or watching from wherever you are whether it's youtube um twitch uh, or our our uh, our podcast so um, we want to try to continue to help you we want to elevate your grappling and together we can keep real wrestling alive thank you very much